We are talking very long distance via Skype with uh, Chaplain Dan Thompson, who's based in Afghanistan. He's a lieutenant colonel in the U.S. Air Force. Now, Dan, here in the United States, life has changed a whole lot due to the virus pandemic. You're ministering to our men and women serving in Afghanistan. Now, as a chaplain, share with us how ministry has changed there for you. You know, that is a wonderful question. Much like how things have changed in the United States around the world, a lot has changed here, too. A lot has stopped. Uh, we can't work out in the gym anymore. We can't eat in the cafeteria, hang out even like in our social areas where we're used to hanging out. Uh, but one thing really that hasn't stopped is our mission to defend our freedom. And we actually remain vigilant as ever. Uh, but one thing that also has not stopped is God. He has he has not stopped working. In fact, we are seeing the glory of God shine brighter than ever before here. We would um, we went from holding weekly worship services where we had about 80 plus people showing up on a given Sunday to now we're able to digitally reach out to more than 8,000 people across Afghanistan. We went from being able to travel from base to base to share the word, to help comfort people and, and bring hope to people, to everything stopping, no more travel. And so now we're counseling people via Skype or other kind of technologies face to face. And some would say, oh, wow, maybe maybe you're not really seeing your counseling load as high as it was. Actually, we're seeing a greater increase of people willing to talk and work through their issues uh, via communication uh, by Skype and what they call VTC. It's like a, a special way of video conferencing. And so we also went from not having any kind of worship service over the embassy, which is a partner base, a sister base to where we're located. And now we're actually able to hold services there. You see, embassy folks would come and they would worship with us here at uh, HQRS, and we were able to to minister to them. But when COVID-19 hit, both bases completely shut down. You know, I kind of liken it to Jesus. He was uh, able to walk through walls, and yet uh, I'm able to pull from that same power and looking to Jesus Christ, and he has helped me penetrate that barrier and being able to go over there and still be able to provide some form of worship service. Even though we still have to practice our social distancing and wear our masks, uh, we're still able to worship yeah. the Lord. And I'll tell you, this last Sunday was just amazing. God literally rocked the house. We pulled together some uh, band from just out of nowhere, and God truly showed up. And I can't tell you, I have never worship like that before in a military setting it was it was a true humbling experience it truly was remarkable do you find that uh soldiers sailors airmen are are asking more or or different kinds of questions about god right now you know we went from fighting one war of insurgents and now we're fighting another war of infection and while we don't have any cases of COVID-19 here, people are still searching for truth and still searching for hope. They have family members back home who are affected by this disease, and, and they are discovering that God without man is God, 
while man without God is nothing. So under these conditions of circumstances, I think people are beginning to understand really how fragile life is. I'll tell you, I had people craving for us to start new Bible studies. And we can have some small Bible studies if we have less than 10 people. I have service members coming up to me in the chow hall saying, hey, chaps, can you pray for me? I have warriors that are going out of the wire and they're stopping me and, and asking for me to pray over them. You know, there is no doubt that by re removing that sense of community uh, and fellowship that we once had certainly has had an impact on us because God created us for relationships. He created us to to come together and worship and not forsake the assembly. So indeed, I believe that lack of fellowship is certainly affecting a lot of people. I understand that something that has come in very handy with your ministry, uh, Bible sticks. Can you tell us what a Bible stick is and, and what's going on with those? Yes. So at the Rock Chapel here, we have many different faith groups and, and so forth, but we really... Uh, my role is to to minister primarily to our Christian brothers and sisters and those who are interested in learning about Christianity. And so we have Bibles and devotionals, but one of the greatest uh, tools that we have in our toolbox right now is called a Bible stick. And what that is, is uh, it's like an MP3 device, and it provides a verbal reading of the New Testament with some music in the background, and it really easily just fits right in your cargo pocket, it's very portable. But the blessing is, is that it can actually come in different languages. And because this is a NATO base, we have about 42 different nations represented here. And so we're able to share these Bible sticks to all these different uh, cultures and, and nations that are represented here. One of the coalition partners is the Macedonian army. And when they heard that we had Bible sticks in Macedonian language, boy, did they go like hotcakes. We didn't have anything left. In fact, they were taking two and three, sometimes three or four of them. Why? Because they wanted to give them to their friends. They wanted to, to send them home so their family members could hear the word. And I'll tell you what, there is no greater joy for me as a chaplain to see some of these troops walking around the base with these, these Bible sticks in their ears and just listening to the truth. How, what inspiration is that? It's so awesome. Tell us about your ministry. Uh, you've touched on it, of course, already, but as as a chaplain, uh, what do you do each day? You know, uh, you're, you're sort of like a pastor and sort of like maybe a mentor and a coach. What is it? <laughs> you know, that, that's a brilliant question because a lot of people really don't know what chaplains do. We're kind of a chameleon where we minister in so many different ways. On a given Sunday before COVID, you know, I would continue to preach every single Sunday, just like a normal pastor would in the local parish. We offer, you know, communion. And as I mentioned, we, we, uh, we, we do some other kinds of ministry. We reach out to people in the various units. We call it being a visible reminder of the holy now, I counsel on a regular basis, helping people through maybe some family ma matters that they're dealing with at home, or maybe 
they just uh, you know fought with the Taliban and they need to decompress and work through that because they had to you know do some things that they're not normally used to doing. So under normal conditions, I'm able to provide the same kind of ministry that a local pastor would, but we're on the tip of the spear. We are truly taking care of people's emotional and spiritual needs on the front lines in ways that uh, are very unique. I think one thing too that is very powerful about this ministry here is that we are able to go where they are able to go. Whereas a local pastor, they can't be out here on the front lines, but we can and we can, we can truly minister to their needs where they are at. With the trends in technology, we just talked about the, the Bible stick. Uh, you're considering, I understand, launching a, a podcast of some sort? Yes. So, you know, as God would have it, I really find it fascinating that I had been studying through the book of Hebrews chapter 11. We're doing a series now called the Hall of Faith series. And when I started it, a lot of my friends and family back home actually wanted to hear the messages that I was preaching. So I decided that I would go ahead and start recording them and upload them into a website and send the link out to my friends and family. So what I was already doing God seemed to make it available right then and there. So when COVID-19 hit, boom, I was able to send it up to my leadership and they have it sent out to all of Afghanistan. And while it is not currently live, we are working towards that end. We were blessed with some technology now that we might be starting to do that very soon. So God is truly in the business of spreading his word in ways that we never even thought were possible. In conversation with you, it is very clear that to you, God is so real and so active, even today. Does that amaze you sometimes? You know, every day there is something new that God is doing here that just blows me away. I think that I shouldn't be surprised, but then I am surprised. You know, I... I was blown away during the Christmas time. Honestly, we were um, helping out a local orphanage and helping provide some supplies and toiletries. And before long, we filled three entire vehicles full of goods and food and 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 toys for these young children. It was it was remarkable. We had never seen anything like that. And then also in December, you know, we. We, we started to see God's fruit coming to fruition and people were getting saved and coming to know the Lord as their Savior. And in doing so, I was like, oh my goodness, I don't, I don't have a baptismal pool. They've never done a baptism here in 18 years. And so we didn't have a baptismal pool. And I prayed for God to deliver one. And out of nowhere, we were able to... Um, to, to have a baptismal pool. It was a hot tub of all things, an inflatable hot tub that, that we got sent from the United States. We filled it up with warm water and had six people get baptized. Again, first time in 18 years, truly a historic moment. So for those who are listening to our story right now or reading our story right now, what is the best way that they can pray for you and your ministry and also for our troops, our NATO allies during these kind of unusual times, really worldwide? 
Thank you. There's no doubt that our men and women over here in this deployed location desperately need prayer. Uh, there are three key areas, I think, transition, triumph, and transcendence. What I mean by that is in this time of COVID, there are a lot of us that were supposed to redeploy back home, and there are a lot of people that were about to deploy, ready to deploy, but yet all of our travel got got put on hold. And so right now we're just in that holding pattern and we, we just pray that God would, in his perfect timing, help us through that time of transition. It's a real struggle, especially when families were expecting loved ones to come back and now they're not. Uh, we can't celebrate birthdays like we used to and anniversaries and such. So that's one area. Uh, and then triumph, uh, you know, back in January and uh, the early part of February, we, we were seeing that there's some success here with uh, the Taliban negotiating and working out a peace deal. And so we want to see triumph and a peaceful victory here in Afghanistan. Um, so I want to see also that same kind of kingdom-like triumph uh, over COVID-19. So that way we can get back to uh, serving and protecting our country. And thirdly, I think transcendence, um, I am already seeing evidence of how God's love is transcendent among all these different languages and different cultures here and all of the different barriers that are represented at this NATO base. So please pray that God will continue to just cut through all of those hindrances so that we can penetrate the hearts and minds and the souls uh, of our service members here in Afghanistan and abroad. And may we not allow this crisis to go to waste and seize this opportunity to advance the truth in ways that we've never imagined. Chaplain Dan Thompson in Afghanistan, we thank you so much for talking with us. Amen. God bless you and have a wonderful day.